Good morning. <laughs> I'm gonna beat this girl up. <laughs> North Myrtle Beach High School. <laughs> hey everybody! I was gonna try and let Natasha do the opening, but she um, clearly I cannot do it. She's reliving her her high school days, um, and returning to North Myrtle Beach High School. Mm -hmm. The home of the North Myrtle Beach Chiefs. You know, that was not necessarily my high school days. That was both of our high school days. <laughs> so. Well, we haven't done this podcast in a long time because we're, we're really bad about being consistent. <laughs> We've <laughs> when, also had... When's the last time we did this? A lot. Last time was before The Bachelorette even ended. It was actually before we went and saw that movie Freaky. So it's been probably like, the beginning of December, right? Yeah, it's been probably a good like month. Yeah, so it's been a while, but we got a lot of fun things to talk about, and we'll get to the big thing in a second. Um, but first off, we got a new little friend. Oh, we did. Oh, what a little bundle of joy and Crap. happiness <laughs> and sleepless nights. <laughs> so what happened, Tasha? So essentially, this is what happened. So we were on a, well, back up a little bit. So we were talking about this whole past year in 2020, talking about getting Uba a friend as soon as we got our own place, which obviously we did in July. And we were just like, you know, Uba needs a friend. Uba needs a friend. She needs somebody to play with. And we kept pushing it off because when was the right time to get a puppy? not there's never really a great time to get a puppy so I started going back on to the husky groups that I'm on in Facebook and looking for huskies in the area and we were on a bachelorette and bachelor trip weekend last weekend and I had contacted some lady that had a husky that she had to rehome but she needed to get rid of it immediately and I'm like you know we're not even in the area um we're not going to be able to do it so I was like, you know, just let me know if you still have her available. And she messages me Sunday that I had talked to her like Friday. So she messages me Sunday and it's like, hey, Natasha, you know, I do have somebody else that's interested in her, but I really don't feel comfortable with giving her to them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I honestly don't want her to go to anybody else. So I screenshotted the message to Nick while he is <laughs> driving from Virginia and I'm driving from Charlotte. I screenshot it to him before I jump in my car and I'm like, what do we do? Because at that point, I feel really bad and feel like I cannot say <laughs> no to this lady because she wants us to rehome her baby. So Nick says yes and we jump in the car after we get home from our trip and drive. Oh, well, and there she goes. <laughs> and there she goes, just knock something over in the living room and drive an hour and a half to go pick her up an hour and a half back home. And here we are with a cute little three-and-a-half-month-old husky named Kaya, who is a bundle of happiness and sassiness, almost twice the amount of Uba in terms of sassiness. She's, mm -hmm. she's, a, little, she's a little fireball. Yeah, and to set the stage a little bit, so I went on a skiing trip. That was the, the, the bachelor party was uh, at a, a skiing trip in West Virginia, and so this is the first time I had ever skied. And if you've ever been skiing, you know it is exhausting. And I was I was beat. Like, we had just woken up that morning. I had just driven four and a half hours to get home. 
And as I'm driving home, Natasha sends me a message and says, <laughs> hey, they need to get rid of this puppy now. If we don't go get her, they're going to give her to somebody that has a bad yard. You know, they yeah, don't they have any in, like, other an dogs. Apartment. Yeah. Yeah. The, and a, it was an apartment complex. And so, I, you know, I was on the phone with her and I was just like, you know what? Let's just do it. Because, I mean, you're right. There's really not a good time to get a puppy. I mean, mm-hmm. there will always be something in the way or whatever it is, you know. And at this point in our lives, you know, our, our, our jobs are pretty much set. So it's not like financially there was anything we were worried about because it would have been the same if we waited two more months, which, you know, it was basically it was either going to be now or in... A month or two. Yeah, the end to middle of February. So... You know, we this lady needs some help, and she's a really nice lady. I really respect her decision to to be that person to to give up a dog. I, I don't know how how easily I could do it. And it wasn't easy for her either, mind you. No, it was a very she, very hard decision. Yeah, and she was, you know, she she's a really nice lady. She was crying her eyes out before she even like gave us the dog, and it was it was really sad. And I hate doing that because. I could never imagine giving up a puppy. And the thing is, she had an entire family that, you know, had sort of, you know, been around this puppy for, you know, a month at this point. So um, it was hard for them. And but, you know, we assured her that she's going into a a nice home and she's going to be taken care of. And Mm -hmm. obviously we take really good care of Uba, probably a little bit too much. And (laughs) she's sitting on this $100 bean bag behind us acting like it's her bed. Yeah. So. We knew that we had, and I keep saying this all the time, but we knew we had enough love in our hearts for another animal. Um, so we drove an hour and a half to get her, and now she's here. And she's causing a bunch of chaos, but she's a really good girl. And she, um, she, she, her and Uba get along perfectly together. They play every single day. Play tug. Um, Uba gets a little bit annoyed sometimes, especially <laughs> when, you know, Kaya likes to just sit on top of her. But, um,. <laughs> And she just starts growling and growling. Yeah. Uba's kind of, she's only three years old. She just had a birthday yesterday, Saturday Mm -hmm. the 16th. And she's kind of an old girl in a sense now that once it's bedtime or she's tired, she does not want to be bothered. So if you sit on her, if you nudge her, even us, like if we, if we push her on the bed, like she'll sit there and growl because she gets irritated and is grumpy. And she just did the same thing with Kaya and was sitting there, you know, Kaya jumped on there with her and she's just growling the whole time (laughs) until Kaya jumps off of her. Yeah. So, but she, she's fitting right into the family just fine. She, she's not really having that bad accidents. I mean, this whole weekend she didn't have a single accident, which is phenomenal for how old she is. And I mean, it's a brand new place, brand new schedule, everything she's having to adjust to. So, um, she did really good. Yeah. She, She's really, really good, and we're only hoping that it continues to be that way, and we're excited. We can't wait. We've always wanted another puppy because we fell in love with Uba, and we would never imagine our lives without her, and Mm-mm. now we got another one to keep her company, so. Yeah, especially a little husky puppy. Yeah, so, so. she's a lot of fun. The other thing, too, that happened since our last podcast is Natasha got her own brand new car. I she didn't even know i was gonna ask that i didn't know what he was gonna say i did i got a brand new 2021 nissan rogue platinum edition and so the platinum edition essentially is the like top of the line 
model you can get or trim level whatever yeah. it's called for that vehicle now for those who don't know i was coming out of a 2011 chevy equinox so a 2011 to say the least compared to what i just got which was a huge transition and jump um but it is the most if you're if you're thinking about buying a car just do it just do it <laughs> as do long as you're financially stable do it <laughs> do not just do it but it's a great car. It's like this pretty blue pearl color. Um, literally everything I could want in a car, this vehicle has. Yeah, it's got... One of the reasons, I mean, we, she fell in love with the car was the color. The exterior color is like this gray pearl color. It's like a gray blue pearl. I forgot what they said the name of it is. But it's like a new gray color that a lot of, you know, like Honda has it. Kia has it. Um... And you know it when you see it on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honda calls it their like sonic gray pearl or something like that. But um, it's a very futuristic looking color and it's a really pretty color. Mm-hmm. And so it was the only one in all of South Carolina yeah. that they had in the Platinum Edition. And anybody else you know we didn't really look outside of south carolina because we were prepared to drive and you know to get a car that's going to give us the best deal Mm -hmm. but we we didn't even look because we knew that if even if we found somebody one it's going to be hard for them to to give it up you know so you know we we found one here in columbia it was the only one it was yeah it was the only one it was the only one that either of the three stores here in columbia had sold so you know, she's the first one in Columbia driving this car, and... Not to brag or anything, but, uh... <laughs> but it's like, you know, we're at that point in our lives where, you know, she had that car beforehand. We didn't get the best deal on it when she first got it. And no. so, when she was looking at different cars, I mean, she was ready to get out of it, but at the same time, her other car was just eaten up her money in terms of equity i mean she definitely paid a lot more than she should have paid especially with interest rates and everything else so um you know we were looking to get out of it we ended up selling her other car outright and um well i paid it off and then sold it yeah paid it off and then sold it just because she would have been like three thousand dollars negative in negative equity <laughs> yeah. if we would have gave it to the dealership so that's a little lesson for you if you got a, a used car sell it outright first yeah wait a little bit of time and then buy your car after you sell do that do not trade it in because if you do you're just wasting money because essentially any down payment i would have put on my new car it would have a good portion would have gone towards my negative equity mm-hmm. so it was just money thrown out the window at that point i might as well sell it outright get more money for it because you get more money for cars when you sell them outright than trade them into a dealer and just go from there and bite the bullet until I sell the vehicle. Well, and it's harder for, like, if you have a new car and you're trying to trade in a newer car, so, like, let's say if it's a 2018, 2017, 2019, at that point it's difficult to sell it outright because, you know, at that point you're probably looking at, you know, Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen thousand yeah. dollars, which is a lot harder for somebody to fork over mm-hmm. for a car. But you know, for your car, it was a lot easier for somebody to purchase it because it's not nearly that much money. Mm-hmm. So it's you know easier for you know people to buy. So Absolutely. it all depends on what kind of car that you're actually selling 
And But, I mean, if it's an older car, if it's in decent condition, if it's something that you could see, uh, you know, a high schooler or a college student, you know, buying it, don't trade it into a dealership. No, not at all. Because they're already, I mean, they're already taking two, three thousand dollars off the price just because you're trading it in. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to mark it up more than that. So, um, absolutely. And to give you guys an idea to reference wise, like I, my listing price for my Equinox, I did 9,500. I ended up selling it to actually like a friend. Um, so I did bump the price down a little bit for them just to be nice. But even so I was getting other calls and other inquiries on 9,500. So I feel like if it's under that $10,000 mark, there are people that'll walk into dealerships with yeah. cash or go get a loan with the bank for eight, nine, ten thousand dollars even five thousand. I mean, mm -hmm. with cars and stuff like that. So I feel like anything under that price point people can do. But once you start getting up to like above ten grand, I think it gets a little bit dicier. Well, and I think it too, you know, if you have the time and you're willing to, you know, at least try to sell it outright, even if it is, you know, fifteen thousand dollars. When I used to work at uh, one of the Honda dealerships here in town, I used to sell cars. And I was always so surprised at how many people walk into a dealership expecting to buy a brand new car with cash. Yeah, I mean, it true. happens way more than, more than not. And a lot of people are too afraid of banks and interest rates and getting screwed over that they will save up money until, especially if they're older or something like that, and they have the money that they can just save up. I was so surprised at how many people would walk into a dealership with car with with cash That's ready so to crazy. buy a car. So if you got a month or two and you can go a month or two without a vehicle or even, you know, be in that transition period because you know, you can buy a car in a week, you know. It sh in my opinion, it should take you about a week mm -hmm. to go back and forth between different dealerships to 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 get different prices stuff like that and then during that time you can be working on selling your car and stuff like that so um if you have any questions about that i mean we've done it multiple times now with both of us selling yeah. cars and stuff like that there's different ways to do it and there's easier ways to do it that will be less stressful and less you know i, I don't know the best way to you know you'll 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 make more money off of your vehicle but it'll also go a lot faster. And a lot of it's just getting it out there, mm -hmm. testing the waters, seeing how things go. But, you know, she was really excited to finally get a new car that she could pay for. And, and it'd be worth the money to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, and be worth the money she's paying for it. And, you know, for those of you, at, you know, that might be wondering or looking for a new car, she's actually leasing her car, mm -hmm. which is how I am, what I am doing with my car right now, too. And so much cheaper. Well, and, if you meet the qualifications, it's cheaper. Yeah, and well, the the thing with leasing is, you know, if you know anything about leasing, basically you lease a car generally for, you know, it's for three years. They do have like two-year leases or even one-year leases, but I don't know if those are necessarily worth it. But you basically have a mileage limit, and it's basically like, you know, a lot of people like to compare it to renting a car, mm -hmm. but... It's not necessarily renting a car because you have the option to buy it out at the end of that rental period, if you will. So, like for her car, we're leasing it for three years. She's got 10,000 miles per year that she can put on it. So, at the end of that three-year lease, she, you know, if she's over 30,000 miles, 
if she goes to trade it in, then they will charge her per mile. But yeah, I think again, it's like 25 cents a mile. Or I can actually like, I'm sorry if you guys hear anything. Kaya is currently out in the living room go tossing her around a water second. bottle. Well, we apologize for that interruption, but um, <laughs> Kaya decided that she wanted to knock over the entire water bowl and spill it all over our dining room floor. So. Yeah, mind you, we had just, Nick just filled that about mm, a couple hours ago, so it was completely full. And we have one of those yeah. jugs that, like, fill a bowl up. Yeah, it was a full jug of water, and she just dumped it all over the floor and was uh, proceeding to chew on the <laughs> water bowl. Yeah, the noise that we thought was a water bottle, because she does like to chew water bottles, so I gave her a water bottle. The noise that I thought was, indeed, the water bottle was the plastic bowl <laughs> that the water gallon tank thing mm. sat in and she was proceeding to flip it back and forth on the ground because she thought it was fun so anyway what were we talking about cars leasing all that good stuff you know what if you have the credit and if you have the lower mileage per year you're not driving a whole whole lot long story short lease a car yeah, and I mean, from a financial decision, I don't know if it's necessarily the best. I mean, obviously, the best financial decision would be to buy a car that's, you know, a couple years old and, and get a good deal on it and, and maybe pay it off. But if you want a brand new car, lease it for three years. At the end of the three years, if your mileage is good, you can trade it in, get a whole brand new car, or you can just buy that one out and then just keep it. So... If you got any questions about leasing, feel free to ask me or Natasha. We, we've got a lot of experience with it, and I think it's a smart decision if you're a young person looking to get a car. Um, and, um, yeah. Yeah. You just sort of go from there. So, um, But we're excited. She's excited that she's got a brand new car to, to cruise around in. Yeah, it drives like a dream. Well, and we, you know, we got a, a fairly decent deal on it, I think. Um, I think we did. I... It's hard to tell with brand new cars because you never know how they're going to depreciate. And That's I mean, true. we know they're going to depreciate. We just don't know how quickly they will. But it's the first time that Nissan has updated the Rogue in years. And like years. you said, five years. Like yeah. Five, six years. So this level, even if she wants to sell it in three years, it'll still be worth a decent amount of money because mm -hmm. it's still going to be the exact same as the brand new Rogues that they're making. So, um, but it's a good it's a good car and she really likes it so that's all that matters so we're I couldn't super have excited. done it without cut a bug. I know you couldn't. <laughs> she gets too afraid in car dealerships. I do. I hate. You know how some people hate dentists or doctors' offices. <laughs> I hate car dealerships because I just I hate sitting in them. I hate well, it. And I car dealerships aren't that bad. I guess I I mean, I having worked in one and and been on the sales side you have to understand where the salesmen are coming from. I mean, the sales guides, they don't know anything. Like They truly have no idea the price of the car, how much money they're making on the car. They don't even know how much they make on the car until after the deal is done. I'll be completely honest. At least I didn't. So, yeah. And I, I told Natasha, I said, we have to play the game. We have to go in there. We have to negotiate down. If we need to leave, then we need to leave. You know, but... We're not going to sit there and just let them guide the whole conversation. I mean, yeah. 
and you know this whole process took us about a week to to find the right dealership you know we went through three different dealerships and unfortunately what a lot of it came down to was just customer service and communication Mm -hmm. I mean, two of the dealerships just never responded to us. Yeah, which to this day, one of them I was working with very closely. He still has yet. I was supposed to go and test drive a vehicle with him, and I ended up going to the other dealership because he was more responsive. That other guy still has yet to text me. Yep. So, (laughs) and at the end of the day, you know, if the car salesman wants to make a deal with you, they will make a deal with you. And you know, they're going to do whatever they can to try and get the car in the price range. Now, obviously, you need to know your limits. You can't go in there with a $37,000 car and expect to get $10,000 off. It's Uh -uh. not going to happen. No. So you can just throw that right out the window. You need to do your research. You need to know what the car is genuinely worth on, you know, Kelly Blue Book. You can go to cars.com, whatever works best. But you got to do your research and you have to be logical about it you cannot go in there just saying well can't you just give me this because they're going to tell you no a month yeah they're going to say no they're going to say get out of here and you know come back when you want to be reasonable because you know when i was a car salesman that's all i wanted you know i will work with you and i will work with my managers to get the price to where it needs to be if you will work with us so you know that's kind of how things go so so the other big thing that happened is we we did it. We did it, Johnny. We uh, made tacos tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got engaged over Christmas. What? What? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Which is, you know, a lot of people are like, finally, about time. Well, come on. Yeah. Nobody gives me a break around here. I mean. I'm 22 years old. Do you expect me to just. Yes. Marry me. Uh. Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, no, God. so um, over Christmas, let's go back to, I, this is going to be a long segment. So basically, I mean, me and Natasha have been together, um, what, five years and about eight months now, um, which is a long time. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> time. I mean, most people, most people get married, I mean, around... What, what, like two, th- three, three years? years? Yeah. And so we've been together for a long time. Now, I mean, obviously we're younger. I just turned 22 last week. You're 23, about to be 24. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're younger. And we got together in high school. You know, you were a senior in high school. I was a, a sophomore. sophomore yeah. And so, you, you know, we say five years, but in terms of our actual life, there's a lot of other stuff going on, and we got together really young. So yeah. I, you, you can't expect a high schooler to get married two mm-hmm. years after high school. So um, You'd be surprised, though. You know, yeah, you'd be surprised. But, <laughs> you know, we both went to college, so um, a lot of people are always saying, oh, about time, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, really, we're getting married way earlier than a lot of people our age, I feel like. I don't really feel like that. Because, I mean, if I look at some of my friend groups that are in relationships... Because you're also two years younger than me. Yeah. Like, I'm about to be 24. Like, a good amount of people at 24 are already engaged or have been engaged or... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's... In the grand scheme of things, I, say, I still think it is kind of young. But I feel like a lot of people expect you to get married and then right away 
by house, have kids, do all the life stuff, mm-hmm. like, right back to back. So I think that's why it makes more sense to get married when you're, like, 27, 28, then have a kid right afterwards, buy a house, yeah. all that fun stuff. So by your 30s, you're already doing the whole adult thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So, yeah, we, we, we got engaged. And everything happened over Christmas, mm-hmm. which is basically so... I started this process back in October, I think, is when I really decided that, you know, I want to start taking this a little bit more seriously because we'd always talked up until this point about how, yes, we both want to get married. We both want to get married to each other. And right now it's just a matter of making sure that we're financially stable to be able to do these sorts of things. And get everything done. And yeah. pay for a wedding because, you know, our parents aren't wealthy. They don't have the money to pay for it. So we understand that if we're going to get married. We got to do it. <laughs> we better make sure we have the money for it. So, you know, a lot of it was just putting that sort of stuff together. And so, you know, I, I finally had gotten a job that that's paying well and will be able to provide those things for us. So, you know, I started this back in October I, that's when I was picking out the ring and stuff like that. Um, if you haven't seen the ring yet, I'm surprised because Natasha's been posting it all over everything. I have not posted it that (laughs) much. I could be posting it more. No, but it's a beautiful ring and I'm happy that I was able to get it for her and I'm happy that she's happy with it. So, um, I started this back in October. Now, my biggest dilemma was trying to find a way to propose Mm-hmm. Because obviously everything going on with COVID right now, it's not like I can do anything really super crazy or extravagant. And I was like, you know, I guess it's the theater in me that wanted to put on like a huge show or something <laughs> like that. But like, I can't do that. Yeah. And I don't know when I could be able to do that. And, you know, I didn't want to wait any longer. I've already waited five Five and a half years. So So I, you know, I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it now. Um, So I was thinking, well, we're planning to go to Florida for Christmas. We went to Florida to spend it with her, her family that we haven't spent Christmas with. I mean, you haven't spent Christmas with them in years, right? Yeah, it was a good, at least 15 years. Yeah, so... You know, I was thinking in my head, I was like, all right, a lot of her family is going to be there. A lot of people that really care about her is going to be there. And I was like, what better time to do it? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no better time to do it than to do it there in Florida with everybody there so her family can see it and share the moment and stuff like that. So um, I knew I wanted to do it there. And I said, what better day to do it than on Christmas? I love Christmas. And and that's my favorite holiday. That's your favorite holiday. We love spending Christmas together and with you know with family and giving gifts and 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 stuff like that. So I was like, well, that's the perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. Got to do it on Christmas. There's no other day that would mean more. I mean, yeah, maybe our anniversary, but I I don't know. I feel like that's cliche. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, getting getting engaged Merry on Christmas. Christmas. Is kinda... I'm married, <laughs> but getting engaged on Christmas is kind of cliche too. But yeah. there is reason behind is it. Is. But but I wanted to make it special, and I wanted her family to be there, and um, I wanted it to be special for you too. So it was. Um, but yeah, so 
I'm putting it all together. Now, did you have any idea? And I want you to be completely honest with me because I don't think you were when I first asked you. <laughs> did you have any idea that this was going to happen? I didn't. Ha- uh... <laughs> okay, so I didn't have an idea per se. I thought it could happen. Like I didn't, I kept saying to myself, like, what if it did? Because I was like, yeah, we're going to be in Florida. We're going to be around my family. Like, what Mm -hmm. if he did it? But then in my head, I was also saying like, no, he's already said we have to get stuff together and this and that. Like things have to be in order before we get engaged. So I was like, no, I don't think it's going to happen just yet. Like there was like, I had like an angel and a devil on both my shoulders. I'm kind of going back and forth. There wasn't, you didn't drop the ball on letting me know. Mm -hmm. Like there wasn't anything that you did. Although in a way, now looking back at it, there was times where I feel like you seemed like you were hiding something, not hiding something from me, but you were just very like, on edge a little bit more in terms of like your phone and your iPad and your computer yeah. and like more so than usual well, to where it was kind of like, yeah, what is he hiding so much from? Well, I mean, we're always pretty restricted on our own devices and stuff like that when it's Christmas time. Yeah, we are. Because we're true. buying gifts, we're doing all that stuff. So that was kind of trying to help. But I was also talking with people and like texting other people. Yeah. There's a couple of her friends that I was talking to about rings and stuff like that. Um, there were some people that I had told beforehand. Mm-hmm. So like. Which if I would have saw their names pop up. Like if I would have saw one of my name, like friends names pop up on his phone. I would have been like oh shit I was supposed to see that. Well and that's the thing. And it's like you know I resorted to at one point not even talking to anybody if you were at the house with me. So, oh my god! Like when I was talking with Heather and Chloe, I would only talk to them if I was at work or if you were out of the out house. Doing something. So, so like did you let you them know? Did you say like, "Hey, I can't talk anymore. Natasha's home. Or Natasha's coming home." I w- I would tell them after the fact. I would just kind of leave them. <laughs> I'll leave them on red. <laughs> Especially like Heather, because Heather would just be like, "Hey." <laughs> Uh, just checking in. That's true. <laughs> be like, sorry, I'm Tasha came home because yeah. I don't trust you and I don't trust myself. But um, I mean, I didn't know. Like, there was, I didn't know for a fact. I I had hoped, but it wasn't like there was any giveaways or anything that really was like where I was like, oh, he's definitely doing it. Like, there's yeah. no doubt in my mind. I really didn't know. Like, I kind of thought maybe it could happen, but it wasn't anything certain. And it was more of me, um, like, dreaming it or imagining it than it actually, like, I knew for a fact. So, I think you did. Honestly, you did a really good job of hiding it. Because, to be honest, I didn't get any thoughts of that until we hit Christmas time. And I was like, what if he does it, like, on Christmas? Like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. But the fact that you had it since October, there's, I had no scent. Not even an ounce (laughs) of none. Not none. Well, the funny part is I kept the ring in my work car for Orkin. And I kept it underneath the seat because I was like, one, if somebody breaks into this car, they're getting a pretty good payday. Yeah, they are. (laughs) But I have nowhere to hide it in the house. Mm -mm. There was nowhere I could have put it. There's nowhere I could have kept it because I know that... At some point or time, you would go even close 
And then I would have to try and devise a way to not be suspicious and yeah, I would get you like, out of the room. It, it, it would have been too difficult. It's far easier. I even thought about, because um, at our office at Orkin, I had told the ladies in the office mm-hmm. that I was doing it. Because I had some of the rings shipped in um, to the office instead mm-hmm. of shipping them to the house. And they were like, you could just keep it here. And I was like, well, I don't want to like keep it in the office. You're yeah, like, like, we could put it in the safe. Oh. They told me, they were like, you know, if you want, you can keep the ring in the safe. But I don't know. I just didn't really know if that was, I don't know. I mean, thank God everything was but fine with it in finger. the car. We're it's good. on the finger. Everything's out of the car now. But... The other ring's going to get stolen because Nick's original plan, which he told me this afterwards, is mm-hmm. he got his grandma's ring as well as my stepmom's ring. If you hear any noises. Do you hear our dogs? Hold your microphone down there. They're snoozing. Hold on. I don't want to. Pull it down there so the people can hear. Oh, she just woke up. (laughs) They stopped. Anyways. Kai was straight snoring. Like like a bear. Yeah, snoring. Anyways, so Nick's original plan, like I said, he got his grandma's ring and my stepmom's ring sent to him and he was originally going to like merge the rings together but there was a lot of issues with clarity and they quality all, yeah. and sizing and they were all different size stones so it wasn't so. what he wanted to do and when he was talking to the jeweler about it was not going to be possible so that's when he originally decided to get this ring so not only did he have my engagement ring in his car Mm -hmm. he also had his grandma's ring and my (laughs) stepmom's ring all hiding in the vehicle well because my idea was and i was like wow this is gonna be great i was like what if i combine my grandma's ring who passed away you know three three years ago at this point and her stepmom's ring from her and her, her her dad's marriage and combine it into an engagement ring for her. I was like, not only will it, you know, hopefully be beautiful, but it also means something at the mm-hmm. end of the day. I mean, obviously, it'll still mean something either way. But the guy looked at me. He said, this ain't going to work. Yeah, He's it's like, not it, that it's easy. It's not <laughs> going to happen the way you think it is. And he showed me, I mean, the diamonds were two completely different clarities. They were completely different sizes. The only thing I could have done with it was made like a tri-stone ring. And that was... I was asking Heather about it, and I was like, what do you think about a tri-stone ring? And she said, don't you dare do a tri-stone yeah. ring. She said, that's the only ring that Natasha has said that she doesn't want. And so I said, well, throwing that right out the window, and I just got her my own ring that I really, really liked. It's yeah. a single stone, and... Um, I couldn't have picked out a better ring. Like, I honestly, and this is the funniest thing ever, so I didn't even tell you this yet. But, so clearly we're starting to plan for the wedding, and this this and that anyways so i've had a pinterest board which i think every girl has a pinterest board for like Mm -hmm. their dream wedding granted mine wasn't very big because clearly not that i didn't care but i just wasn't that obsessed over it like some other girls are so (laughs) but i did have a pinterest board of things that i i liked and it was all the way from back in like i probably have had this pinterest board since like high school and ironically enough every single engagement ring that I had favorited on my Pinterest board looked identical to mine. And I didn't even think I knew what ring I wanted. I didn't think I really cared, but then I look back at it, I'm like, wow, I clearly had a taste and didn't even know it. Hmm. But I ended up getting the ring 
I like I could not have picked out anything yeah. better. The only thing I was kind of iffy on was whether to get you a circular stone or an oval, because Heather I guess really likes the oval stones, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, what about an oval? You should do an oval." I was like, ah, "I don't know," because I liked that one as soon as I saw it, and the ovals just kind of look very almost antique to me. Mm-hmm. Like they don't look as fresh. Yeah. In a way, I don't know. But I'm happy with that one as long as you're happy with it. So. I am beyond happy. And so the way I did it, I you know, obviously we did it on Christmas Day. I actually made a, a video of all of our closest friends and family members who couldn't be there with us on that day mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of just wish her a Merry Christmas. A lot of them did not know what was happening, but um, a good amount of them did. Um, obviously, like my parents, um, Kel... <laughs> A couple of my friends I let know, but there was a lot of your friends that had no idea. I had no idea. idea what they... They thought they were just doing this, oh, Nick's being so sweet. Like, what yeah. a cute Christmas gift. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I showed the video and stuff like that. And then after the video was over, that's when I proposed. And there's a whole video about it on, on, um, on I Tasha's shared it on my Facebook. Facebook, yeah. So if you want to see it and... Cry a little. And cry a little, you can do that. But, um, but it was cool. I cried a lot, so... If you wanted to see me cry and make fun of me, that's okay, too. Yep. Nick cried, too. So if you want to see a grown man cry, then you can watch it. <laughs> he didn't cry. I, I, I fully cried. He, like, he teared up a little. Well, I mean, you know, it's... it. I mean, you never... I didn't think I was, like... You know, I didn't think about it. But as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, shit, like... This is actually happening. Yeah. Right now. It's so. going down. But it was, it was awesome. But yeah, go watch the video. It's on Natasha's Facebook if you're friends with her there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. And it was I was really excited to do it there. And um, I think it turned out pretty well. It did. And it, so. was, it, was, it was really special. And uh, thankfully, my brother was able to record it all. Yeah. Which I'm forever, forever thankful for. Because I'll be honest, in the midst of it happening... I was so emotional that it kind of was like a blur. Like I black, I feel like I blacked out a little because I was just like, I could not believe it was actually happening. And I was so excited. I mean, I was really excited. Don't get me wrong. But I was like so excited that I was just like, wait, this is, this is, this is happening. Oh my God, I'm crying. Oh great. There's a video camera right there too. Okay. Now I'm really crying. It was just, I could not have pictured anything better through everything and like it's just i mean yeah the ring is great but even so like that wasn't the bigger like that's not the main reason i was so excited clearly obviously my excitement is getting to marry nicholas now but she's gonna kill me and pawn the ring in two years no i'm not your whole goal was to kill me once we hit six years so if i go missing everybody this is me admitting (laughs) this was nick's plan this whole time (laughs) every time i'm in trouble or something or i do something stupid he's like you know, six years is approaching. We're getting to that mark, <laughs> that six-year mark. Yep. Here it comes. And I'm like, oh, I'm never getting a ring. Well, because all this time she was like, you know, are you ever going to propose to me? <laughs> she would say it jokingly. And I'm like, nope. My plan is once we hit six years, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And now, oh, Lord, we have to plan an entire wedding. But... Which is... We have time. Yeah. So I'll be completely honest. I'm super excited for the wedding. Obviously, yes, I get to get married legally, blah, blah, blah. But I also, we 
Talk about we this were last night. Yeah, we were talking about this last night. We're going to wake up that next morning, and it's going to feel just like it feels right now today. Mm-hmm. You know, and I already know that that's going to happen. I mean, just talking to anybody who's married, if you've been together for five, six years... Your life isn't going to change. Your life isn't going to change just because you got a diamond ring on your finger. So, you know... I'm excited for the wedding, mainly just to see, like, all of our family get together, all of our friends. Especially our family, because our families, like, mine and Nick's family, have never really interacted at all. Yep. They don't know each other. (laughs) No, like, because, I mean, our families ended up moving away from each other. Like, immediate family, anyways, which was really just my parents. And, like, all of my extended family... Is all in Florida. His is all in yep. Michigan. And we've met each other's family. Like, they know, obviously, like, his family knows me. My family knows him. Yeah. But in terms of families meeting, nobody has really met anyone. Yeah. And it's it's difficult because we are in a difficult position where we are in South Carolina. The closest family that we have in South Carolina is, I mean, Kel. And yeah. she lives an hour and a half away in Greenville. Mm-hmm. So, you know... A lot of my family's in Michigan. A lot of your family's in Florida. And so now that we're planning this wedding, we, we've we come to the conclusion that, one, we want it to be here in South Carolina, mm-hmm. but we're wanting to do it near Myrtle Beach, Charleston area, mm-hmm. somewhere along the coast. And the reason being is because we want to have um, a bigger centralized airport nearby. Yeah. So that way... If family members need to fly in, if friends want to fly in, they can. Mm-hmm. I mean, trips from Detroit to Myrtle Beach are super cheap. Compared to even trying to come to Columbia. Because Columbia's yeah. airport is so small, it's so much more expensive. Well, and the thing is, you know, Myrtle Beach has way more airlines flying out of it. So even a cheap Spirit flight from Detroit to Myrtle Beach is super cheap. Mm-hmm. And that's what my family would use all the time when we travel back and forth. So... You know, there's those options available. That and, you know, if people are coming to stay the weekend, they'll be at the beach. They can mm-hmm. go hang out at the beach on Friday and Sunday if they want to make a weekend trip out of it. Yeah. Columbia, there's not really anything to do. No, there's not. And plus, we're so. also, like, it is our wedding and we are from, like, I say we're from, but I at least am from North Myrtle. So, in that sense, it's kind of cool to go back and have our wedding in the same area and city where everything started. And yeah. it's really not like we have to drive out of our way to have our wedding in that place. We're still in town and locally, you know, only two and a half hours where it's really not that bad. And it's a much better venue than Columbia. And so it's kind of cool too. And looking back and like all of our friends that we haven't seen mm-hmm. at the beach and people we grew up around, you know, just because we all have our own lives and school and work and everything else, like they'll also get to be a part of it, which is really exciting as well. And people that, like, were there at the start of us, they knew us before we were even a couple and were interacted with both of us when we were just all friends, which is kind of cool and surreal at the same time. Yeah. And so we're doing it at the beach. We are planning right now, and I think we've kind of come to an agreement. Yeah. We want to do it in May of 2022, which is, what, 15, 16 months away mm-hmm. from right now. Um, part of the reason for that is we want to do it in the spring, either the spring or the fall, but I think we want to do it in the spring more mm-hmm. than the fall. Um, 
And we also kind of want this COVID thing to go away before we invite, yeah. you know, hundreds of people into the same area together. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, and a lot of it too, I mean, looking for a venue, I mean, Chloe's venue and stuff like that. They, I know. They just, Natasha's friend is getting married and, and their venue just canceled on them. Yeah. And because their of COVID. venue, their, yeah, their venue, their wedding is March 27th. And they booked it, you know, about a year ago mm-hmm. at this point. And they, yeah, they just canceled on them two days ago. They canceled the venue. So they, luckily they were able to find an alternate venue the following day that Sunday. But even so, like we are two months out from that wedding and they had to scramble and figure things out for a new date because they already have all this stuff booked. I mean, the dresses bought, bridesmaids dresses are bought, like everything is already set and ready to go. And here we are a year after COVID thinking everything would be clear and she thought everything would be clear, mm-hmm. you know, booking it out this far, you know, 15 months out and we're still in the same situation. So we're like, you know, yes, yep. granted a year and what, three months from now, hopefully we will still not be experiencing COVID. Mm-hmm. But the way our luck has seemed to be going, um, not our luck, but this entire country's luck with COVID. Hopefully it'll just, it'll just clear out over time and we'll be good to go. So pushing it to May seems like the right thing to do. gives us more time to save money up and find the perfect venue and wedding Mm -hmm. and everything else. And it'll just all fall into place. Yep. So that's kind of where we're at now in terms of the wedding and, I, like I said, I'm really excited for the wedding. I just think it's going to be, be so I fun. want it to be nothing but fun for mm-hmm. us, for family, for friends. I don't want anything to be stressful about it. I honestly don't even like formal wedding things, you know? Like, I know a lot of people are super formal about it, like with the invitations and, and you know, all that stuff. But I want it to be just kind of laid back. Mm-hmm. And... You know, yeah, everybody's gonna be dressed nicely and stuff like that, but I don't, I don't want it to feel like a, a stuck-up wedding. Well, no. You know. Well, also the people we're inviting too. It's not. I don't think it's gonna have that kind of. I vibe. know, but if you plan it with that vibe in mind, then it will be that way. But I just want everybody to show up and just have fun. Mm-hmm. And like I'm thinking, even like the invitations. I don't want them to sound like super formal and blah. We would like to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what do you want them to say? Come to our wedding? Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Tossing to get married, y'all. Uba and Tuna can send them out. <laughs> they'll they'll write on it. They'll scribble on it they'll scribble. <laughs> he won't be able to make out the, the writing. <laughs> they don't speak English. So, we're, we're excited and... If you're coming to the wedding, it's going to be the best wedding you've ever gone to. So, I mean, yeah. you can just plan for that and just uh, and get a hotel nearby the next night. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you're going to want it. Just saying. It's going to be pretty lit. I don't know. So. It's just going to be it's going to be fun. And I'm I don't really want excited. It, I don't want it to be anything other than fun. So, The um, good wedding is going to be a good one. Oh, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> well, I speaking of the wedding topic, if y'all have any good hashtags for our wedding, uh, let me know. 
We're going to make a hashtag? Yes, every wedding has a hashtag. Oh, God. So you can use it on pictures and find the pictures that people post. Duh. <laughs> yeah, if you want to give us a hashtag for a wedding that is 16 months away, please do it. Coming from the man that said to let him know when it's time to get serious for planning our wedding. Well, yeah. As I have a whole planner filled with information that needs to be filled out starting 12 to 14 months in advance. He's like, well, let me know when it's time to get serious. Uh, I turned around and said, it's time to get serious now. Well, okay. I did not say, oh, let me know. I said, Natasha, I need you to tell me. If you need me to be serious about these decisions, because right now I am not, and I don't know when to be. That's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a different context. No, but like, you know, in my mind, 15 months away, that's a lot of freaking time. And a lot of stuff is going to change and a lot of stuff is going to happen. But I understand that you can't plan a wedding in three months. So like, you know, now we're getting serious about it. We're we're starting to go through the, the... the checklists of uh-huh. things that we need to do and we'll just kind of go from from there yeah because so. unfortunately especially with covid the venue and booking it as soon as possible is going to be the best bet because you have a lot of people whose weddings got postponed so mm-hmm. you have to compete with all of them as well as anybody else that's looking to get married the same time frame and there's only a select amount of venues especially that we're wanting to stay in our budget so, you know, it's... Yeah, and you know what? I think we're... We got plenty of time. We do. I think we're doing it at the right time. Mm-hmm. And we're booking out far enough. I agree. You know, I don't want to go much farther out, so... You mean in terms of the date? Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. I really don't want to go too I, far I out. mean, that's pushing it for me. I mean, I'm like... Like I said, I can't be serious about it now because I feel like it's forever away. I know. And that's how I am. Like, if I could do it this coming fall, I would. But that's really not a lot of time in terms of Mm budget-wise. So, if I had the money gifted, then, yeah, why not? Fall. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) But since we have to plan and figure stuff out and get money together... You know, May is plenty far. And that's why, you know, I want a lot of people to understand, too, that, you know, Natasha and I are not handed anything in our lives. And we sure as hell aren't being handed a wedding. And so every single decision that is being made about this wedding is going to be our decision. And there's some other things, like some family members are willing to help out with a couple things. And, you know, that stuff is fine. But at the end of the day... I mean, this is, if you're not paying for this wedding, you do not have a say in this wedding. (laughs) So, you know, just think about that when, you know, you start being upset about the date or anything like that. Because, quite frankly, I don't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I know. And like I said, if our parents were giving us money for these things, that's a different story. I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, they if they were doing it, that they should have a bit of a say. But at this point, none of our families have a Nobody say. Nobody has a say. Listen none to of us. our friends have a say. The only person that has a say is us. And if we ask other people for help, that is our decision. But even if we ask you for help, that does not mean that it is your decision to make. So, Preach um, it. I, I'm just, you know, we're, we're getting that out of the way soon. And that's going to be... 
the best way to make sure that it is not a stressful time for us. Mm-hmm. Because it's already going to be stressful. I mean, that's just the nature of who we are. Because And it's a freaking wedding. And it's a wedding, so, <laughs> you know, but it's going to be exciting. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am really excited, especially now that we're getting things together. I'm... It still doesn't feel real. Like, it kind of seems like it's crazy it's happening, but I'm really excited. This wedding has a guest list of almost 200 people right now. Well, it's like almost 170. But... And that was with one day of writing down names. You're right. You're right. So, it's going to be a A lot lot of people. I hope, anyway. Like I said, it's all dependent on who's willing to go... And drive and fly in and whatnot. And I understand that. But a lot of those people on our list were, you know, are hoping are going to be there. Mm-hmm. And by all means, we would love, I would love everybody to be there. If but you're getting an invitation, you better show up. You better show up. You better show up. <laughs> and if you don't, that's your own fault. But it's going to be fun. So I'm excited. But that's pretty much all that happened. <laughs> yeah. We saw some movies. We yeah, watched some movies. Cleaned we... the house. Yeah, cleaned the house. Um, but big life changes. I mean, a puppy, a car, and an engagement. I don't think <laughs> too much more can happen in one month. And nothing else is going to happen for a long time. I can assure you that. No, it is not. We're going to sit here and chill out until our wedding. And then we'll go from there. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate everybody who, who listens to the podcast and, and, and cares about it. Because, Comments on it. I mean, we understand that nobody cares. and But we know that some people do care about this sort of stuff and they care about us and they care about our lives. So. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's fine but, when they feel like it. But <laughs> um, if you are listening and you listen to it regularly, feel free to let us know. We want to know how many people are listening to it. I mean, we get numbers that say who listens to it, but I want to know, like... Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> what the, are you the doing The number here? behind the screen. We Reveal want, yourself. We just like to know, you know, who, who who's tagging along, who's listening. And, and um, if you have any suggestions about stuff to talk about next time, feel free to let us know. It's going to be more laid back and just discussing next time, but... Um, we just thought we'd give an update of why we've been, you know, MIA for the past yeah. month. We're hoping to get back. I want to get back on that weekly schedule. Mm-hmm. I want to do it every week. So hopefully see you guys next Sunday. Sunday. We'll do it next Sunday. Um, it'll be exciting. And um, until then. Until then. We'll um, We'll let you know if our uh, puppy knocks over any water drugs. Yeah. And um, who knows? We might give this thing away if she doesn't quit. Knocking things no, over. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> he can't roll his tongue. I can't roll my tongue.